This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld we have a lot to discuss today. Like I'm we itching. Do. I feel like I'm like I'm I'm like brimming, brimming, brimming. I don't know if my cup runneth over with stuff to talk about. How how are you? How's it going? What's the what's the vibe? This week has been very confused. I had have no idea what day it has been ever. This not once this whole week. Yes, but okay, I haven't I- felt that way in a long time. So I agree, actually, because every other week I've just felt like it should be Friday. And this week yeah. I feel completely out of sorts. I think it should be Monday. I, I took the day off on Monday. Obviously, we still recorded. But other than that, I was just like we chilling. And I so then I started work on Tuesday and I was like, OK, no, I've only worked one day, but I feel like it should be Thursday. But then <laughs> now I'm like, this week is almost over. I have all this stuff to do. So I wish it was Wednesday, but I don't really wish it was Wednesday. Uh, very right. strange. Also, I had a large latte with an extra shot this morning, and I think it why? just hit me. So I'm on my second I'm, cup of coffee, actually, and I don't know why. I came out of a meeting, and I go, I need another cup of coffee. And, like, I don't need coffee, if you know me. I you don't. know why I needed a latte with an extra shot? Because Salt Lake City is on at 10 p.m., so then I watched Bravo till 11 p.m. I was Dude. a little bit wine drunk, and then I don't get to bed till, like, 1 because I'm just thinking about Mary Cosby. What can we do? Do you think there's something we could do about them changing the time? Because I'm not kidding. Last night, I was like, my eyes are closing, and Dylan was going to kill me last week because I fell asleep before the last five minutes of the first episode, <laughs> and, like, I was like, um, I, it's a problem. I can't stay awake. They can't. Honestly, I loved that the premiere was 15 extra minutes, but they can't do it that late. Uh uh-uh. uh. I, <laughs> you know, no. but that's this is what we do for you guys. We stay up late. And judging from social media, a lot of people stay up late to watch Salt Lake City. People are into it, which is great to see. Right. But before we get there, let's talk about Below Deck. Well, um, yes, I'm also dying because. I I talk about constantly on here that I can't sleep and I have no one to blame because I just stay up and watch television. So (laughs) that's not totally why. (laughs) Actually, wait, Salt Lake City ended last night. It was like 1120. And I was like, maybe I'll start a movie. No, why do I do this to myself? (laughs) I didn't. Yes, we have to talk about Below Deck. We this this charter has finally ended, by the way. And I saw Charlie on the internet on the I'm like an 80 year old woman on the interweb. Um, he was doing interviews because he got like backlash as a charter guest. And he he's he you know, he was like, I it didn't it wasn't like that. Like I didn't mean, of course, you know, I didn't mean it, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, as a viewer's perspective, uh, hello. But yes, <laughs> I feel the like we're now on like speed. The ch- <laughs> Jesus Christ. The charter guests of Below Deck do not need to do press. They should not do press. Just let let it happen. Nobody, whatever. 
yeah but also <laughs> we've so now we're on charter two and both charters have had shitty guests like we're having they're having bad luck so far this the, season yeah the fact that th- this is just i like this because they have never had a group of like 20 year olds before so i think it is somewhat like fun yeah. but at the same time it's like guys just stay home and play beer pong like in your garage like why do you have to go on the high seas I know. I, I I just can't imagine like taking that nice of a vacation when I was like 22. Um, but before we get there, so we have some little updates with the crew. Izzy, mm-hmm. her request to move to deck crew was approved. So she's now um, on the deck. And then we have a new stew, Ashling. It's not Ashley. It's Ashling, which is throwing me off but we can just call her ash (laughs) yes ash she's very sweet and very nice but we have gotten that from every single um crew member we've ever met since season one so we will she yeah she's a fellow aussie so it seems like she and francesca are gonna get along super well um and she's very jet lagged i do i I do feel bad for her she's just so tired i don't get like i i mean i'm sure below deck kind of has like backup people on call but it's like the fact that she flew like she said 30 hours straight from australia to the caribbean it's like can she take a nap how about the fact where there she was like we the charter starting today and they're like yeah and she's like (laughs) i i need to like take can i take a shower can i close my eyes for like five seconds so i felt when she like broke down in francesca's arms later like you felt that and it's always so funny when you see the um the chiefs do feel somewhat compassionate because she, you can tell she felt bad for Francesca. Like she wasn't yeah. faking it. She even Francesca early in the episode was like, I'm sorry, I'm not energetic. Like I just need to get into the swing of things. Really right. Quickly. I, yeah, I, I, it actually brought me back to, there were times in college when I had that feeling where it was like, I had, I was like so tired or whatever. And then I realized I had like another big assignment to do or like, I had like something important the next day. And it's like, you have that moment where you're just like, there's no way that this is actually like what I have to do right now. Um, I, I felt for her, we're getting, so it's a little too early in the season for us to have any, um, any romance happening, mm-hmm. but we do have a little bit of flirtation between James and Francesca. I, this is a weird match to me. Like mm-hmm. I, it feels like, I don't know their ages, but in my head, I just feel like Francesca is like too mature for James. In your head or in reality? That is well, real. In, re- in reality, but like, I don't know if she's, they might be the same age, but they do not feel like they are a fit to me. Totally. But James is giving me the vibe that he will flirt with like a fire extinguisher, like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he would. I'm like, okay, I can't even like when Ash ash came on and he was like they were talking about rooms i was like dude slow your roll like this you're not who the fuck do you think you are first of all (laughs) no okay so this is super weird so they have uh so they have one co-ed cabin because i guess since since um since a guy left and then they replaced him with a woman now it's like lopsided Mm -hmm. so we have james and izzy sharing a cabin which is like whatever but yeah i mean James needs to like grow up like somebody's not moving into your cabin and it's going to like hop into your bed right away. That's not what this is. Right. Okay. So yes. So there is something I want to discuss with you, Dylan, and it is in regards to Shane because we have seen 
that he does think he is on vacation, which is like, that's that's not true. Like you're here to work yes. and you can have fun some of the times. However, I felt that when he was on his radio and was like, there's rain coming in, blah, blah, blah. You know, that whole yes. scene. And Eddie was like, oh, wow, you're so quick. And then like kept going. I thought it was like nice that Shane, who is under him, just was called him out and said, hey, like, I don't appreciate the sarcasm. And yeah. then for Eddie to just like snap back at him, like I personally, I just that got to me for some reason. And I was like, that is so disrespectful as a boss. Like he's he's like looks I don't want to say he looks up to him, but he's like, you're his boss. So he's tell right, he's coming right, to you right. with how he feels about how you spoke to him. And then for you to embarrass him again in front of other people, I just didn't appreciate that at all. So I do. Yeah, I do see what you're saying. I think initially I was kind of like, eh, like, whatever, I get it. I do think that would be like frustrating yeah. if you were in that situation and your boss kind of responded like that. I think it's kind of like, I think they kind of just need to like get on the same page in terms of communication. You, it makes sense. We always see like growing pains in terms mm-hmm. of the staff working together. Um, so I think like Eddie, I think Eddie just needs to realize that Shane is kind of like a delicate flower yeah. and, huh. um, but also Shane needs to kind of like get it together a little bit. Absolutely. It's funny because both of the male deckhands think that they're on vacation, but like in different <laughs> ways. Like James is like, yeah, I'm just here to like bang some chicks and get drunk. And meanwhile, you have Shane who's like, I just want to go swimming. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. And it's one thing. Eddie also is like, if you can't take sarcasm, you should be on another crew whatever. Dude, this isn't a frat. Like you actually are in charge of these people. Like, what do you mean? And now how do you, I know I'm being all like corporate right now, but which I'm not, but like, how do you think <laughs> Shane is going to feel coming to Eddie ever again about anything else? Yeah. Right. It's like he's acting like Shane's on this boat because he like chose the crew that he thought he would get along with. And it's like, no, he got hired. It's a job. Like (laughs) nobody's here because it's like a personality trait. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want with tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. We, we just need to briefly touch on this naked sushi model that they get for dinner, which she seems like a lovely girl. She's just doing her job. And then these charter guests oh my god they walk in and see this woman with banana leaves with sushi placed on all her um you know crevices parts and (laughs) whoever just goes 
is she dead? <laughs> she dead. Yeah. Yeah. She got it. We got a dead person to put sushi on. And then as they're sitting at the table and posing, like pretending to take a piece of sushi off of her, like Ew. pubic region, it's like, can we not? This is it's so weird to me. I and it's the thing about these young people is that even Chef Rachel said they don't appreciate like what goes it. So like the fish they were eating, right. like the sushi was very fresh and expensive and like the top of right. the line, like fish. And they were just like, ooh, a vagina, you know, like that's what they were doing. Or like, yeah, they're just eating it. And they're like, mm, I don't know what this one is, but it tastes good to me. It's like, okay, you're just like drunk. They were doing jello shots. I mean, come jello on. Shots. I was like, oh my God, what's comes from Mart espresso martinis, jello shots. Guys, have you ever had a goddamn vodka soda? Like just order a vodka or a margarita you're in the caribbean a margarita Ooh. what is with these people a pina colada oh, a um, uh, a as mojito. my parents a, mu a mudslide <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah i feel like i have to go to the bathroom just thinking about a mudslide um <laughs> clearly these charter guests are going to bring us more shenanigans next week but let's move on yes. to salt lake city because there is a lot packed into this episode yes but i do have to say before we start that a, okay. a few people have reached out via dm to either me both of us whatever very nice ever our listeners we love you guys are are mormon and they have said that they will they appreciate how we've been like explaining our thought process on the show and that they will be open to explaining this mormon business on the show because they are even saying that it is confusing and it is a lot and it is a kind yeah. of crazy to understand so I do appreciate that and they appreciated us for you know I think it's interesting because it's something that we've just never really had on a housewives mm -hmm. show before really any any kind of meaningful discussion around religion and not only is this like one person who's really like you know maybe with like Carlton on Beverly Hills or something right. they were talking about her religion but this is like it's a very nuanced dynamic between kind of everyone in the cast and I think it's really interesting did yeah. you see um some of there are a lot of Mormon influencers in Utah and a lot of them have kind of spoken their thoughts about Salt Lake City that they've seen and one of the most popular ones, Rachel Parcel, is she's a, uh, um, she posted on her Instagram stories about how she was upset with the way they were talking about the religion and how it's like a, it's um, the proper term is LDS, not Mormon. Yeah. And like all of this stuff about how none of the cast is like an active, you know, practicing member. And I think it's super interesting because obviously for us, it's like you know, ooh, like, what's this dynamic? This is interesting. But, like, for some people, this is super kind of, mm -hmm. like, they take it personally. Of course. Um, absolutely, because there's different levels of of religion. So people who are more, I guess, is that how you say it? More Mormon are going to be like, this is unacceptable. You know, just like any religion would do that right, if they were right, portraying right. it on television. But anyway, um, we, we, leave off at Jen cleaning up after her party, which I thought was amazing <laughs> that her husband came home and she was like, yep, just the girls were here. And I was like, what the fuck? She literally has like 15 people cleaning this house. Like, it's just the girls. Okay. I, I do want to, okay. What did you think about kind of the 
quote unquote resolution between Mary and Jen because they were first at first kind of neither of them was budging on this thing when when Mary goes to talk to Jen and then eventually she apologizes they hug whatever I feel like Mary is like not she literally was just like okay sorry like I don't there was nothing behind this think that the explosion of Jen at the party was a little ridiculous to be honest and throughout the episode I was like I don't know how I feel about Mary I don't know and then towards the end I was like okay I like her I like her but for the apology aspect I think she was just like nip it in the bud like I'm sorry I I, I'm and that's kind of it wasn't one of those fake ones it was just like let's end it so I think Jen is like a little more calculated about kind of okay like this is going to be a thing like we can have this argument and kind of like a little more I don't think she's like you know overproduced necessarily I think she just is being a little more thoughtful whereas I think Mary truly walked into that party and was like oh my god like what's this fight happening like I don't want to like she wasn't quite ready for how prepared Jen was and I think that's that's okay I think they're just kind of on different wavelengths about how they're approaching this Mary to me seems like somebody who um put no thought and is just like stepping in front of the camera like blank canvas which is not the strategy I would choose personally but you know it's interesting and I actually I made a note through two episodes Mary still has not had a solo scene we have not seen her at home we haven't other than her like little confessional with her husband we really haven't heard from Mary much I think we'll get there because that happened with Elizabeth on OC too we'll yeah and with this many housewives it kind of takes a little bit right it's interesting though because we got um a lot more Whitney this episode which I'm super into her yes Um, we get her first little foray into some drama also still at Jen's party. She goes up to Lisa and Oh my God. I have no idea how I feel about this. So Whitney's, I do. I do. Okay. So Lisa gifted Whitney tequila for her vow renewal. And also Whitney hired bartenders from Lisa's company with the bartenders were a gift. I don't. Right. It's, it's when you like, Lisa, we don't know that conversation. We didn't find that out. But Lisa gave her enough. She claims enough tequila for 500 people. Meanwhile, Whitney says they ran out after like an hour or whatever. Yeah, those are just like details we don't know. But within Lisa's company, she also sent bartenders to work the party. And my God, I I have a lot my a lot of thoughts about this. So Whitney told Jen nicely but at this i'm a little confused because is this point anything whitney says nice because she's just sounds really nice so i don't know if she's like she has a little bit of that stephanie hallman voice where everything she says sounds sweet yeah so she told jen or lisa i'm sorry just letting you know your bartenders like they got a little drunk and messy and the other was a bunch of broken glass and they were just a little sloppy essentially it was what she was saying is they were sloppy and oh my god oh my god was lisa not receptive of this at all she thought Whitney was coming for her company she was and she is one of those I got this vibe from Lisa I did you a favor I did you a favor and I was like oh my god so Lisa basically is like I give you a gift it's not my job to be like checking on your gift she says if I give you a if I give you a Chanel necklace and you choke on it it's not my fault it's that's correct but the bartenders are hers 
Yeah, like to me, it's the kind of thing where it's like if I sent my employee to do a job, it's like and they kind of fucked up the job. Reporting back to me about that is not an insult to me. It's like, hey, these people are representing you and I don't think they're do. I don't think they're representing you well. Heads up in case you want to, you know, just so you're aware. And I think, I don't know if Lisa kind of misunderstood what Whitney was trying to say or if she was kind of looking for a fight, but Lisa strikes me as one of those people, and we see this later in the episode too, where she she kind of wants to be like an attack dog at all times. Yeah. And I think we what we've seen with both Heather and with Whitney from Lisa, I think she needs she's going to need to learn to choose her battles a little bit, that she... I like her kind of aggressive energy. Mm -hmm. I think that actually is going to serve her really well, but she can't do that every single time somebody says something to her. Exactly. Exactly. Like you can't always be on the defense. I feel like if someone says hi to her, she's like, hi, like that's my, that's what I'm getting from her. But I agree. Like the bartenders are a reflection of her. So all Whitney was doing was being like, Hey, like just want to let you know, it was a quiet, nice conversation. All Lisa had to be like, was thank you for letting me know. I'll talk to them. That's it. But you're basically you're Whitney's basically doing her a favor by saying like, Hey, your employees are out here acting messy. I mean, okay. So we, we, but we see kind of a continuation of this when we have, Heather and Whitney together at this ski shop and they're talking about this and Whitney says that they talked after the party she and Lisa and Lisa was kind of threatening to spread rumors about Whitney and her husband potentially being swingers mm-hmm, which, because apparently we find out that's a big thing in I am, Utah also nothing has brought me more joy in 2020 than the way Whitney Rose says the word swingers she says she she like hits that G really hard. She's like swingers. And she says it like seven times in the episode. Oh my I God. Just, I am. Okay. After the first episode, I was kind of like lukewarm on Whitney and I'm super into her, um, her, that confessional look where she's wearing that blue top mm-hmm. is oh yeah fucking gorgeous. Blue works for her for sure. Such a good color. And then we also see her. Um, talking, opening up about her dad and his struggle with addiction to painkillers, which I thought was a really, you know, really touching kind of moment. She clearly cares for him so much and mm-hmm. he's struggled a lot, but is, she's like, you know, dedicated to helping him. And I really loved that she opened up so quickly about that. Totally. And I am very interested. I'm excited already to talk about next week's episode next week when they bring when she brings him to Mary's church. Like I'm not getting ahead, but I'm excited to talk about that because I already feel like I know what I want to say. But yeah, I loved seeing that (laughs) um, that she is also like kind of breaking out of the shell like she is like brought up the stripper pole again and she brought her dad on with addiction and like all of these things are, I guess, goes against what's the norm so i, I yes. did like seeing all of these sides of whitney whitney rose i'm i'm yeah i make this episode really made me happy because she was one of the ones where after the first episode i was like okay she's like whatever like sweet utah chick and i'm i'm glad that we're already seeing i feel like multiple different layers from her because that's that's the kind of thing that makes somebody a great housewife and makes mm-hmm. somebody have potential to be on the show a long time and I feel like so far everyone in this cast is really delivering and totally 
Yes. And shall, shall we get to this dinner? There's two dinners, actually. The ski dinner, which we'll get to. And we see Meredith and Seth at dinner. And if you Meredith think that I even blinked for one second when she said that they were separated, you're wrong. I had zero reaction. If you didn't think this from last episode, first episode, the premiere, that's great. Yeah. I knew right away. Like, what do you mean? It was just not normal. And it was like the way they were talking about it. Like, I, So when they said they were separated, it was just almost like um, they let everybody know. But I definitely already knew. I'm yeah, I'm glad they put it out there. Yes. And because so, OK, they said they're separated, but I feel like that can mean a lot of different things. And clearly they're they're you know figuring out kind of their dynamic they're separated in a way where they're still you know seeing each other and I mean they're out at dinner they're not yeah they seem to have a great relationship so it's it's going to be interesting to see kind of where it goes from here obviously we even in the season trailer we were getting kind of like weird hints about what's going on in her relationship maybe she's seeing someone else I don't know um Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honey honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin in orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. I think Seth is so hot. He's really cute. He is cute. but I mean, he's not my type, but he's cute. Um, I love them together, though, which is so crazy. But we do have to talk about the whole phone situation. Yeah. So... Okay, so they're separated, but clearly not 
separated like they are done with each other like clearly they're still working things out and basically Seth is like you can go through my phone if you want and Meredith's like I don't I don't want to go through your phone like please don't give me your phone and like I don't want you to go through my phone which I don't have a problem with okay but here's the thing in their confessional because they have done their confessionals together for both episodes that he was like well I'm not dating one and I sure as hope as hell she's not either and they like zoom in on her face but and like being like you know secretive but here's the thing you're separated which means she's allowed to date other people it's not like a regular couple where you broke up you're married and now you're separated which means you're no to me you're not well that's trying to work things out like no you're allowed to now go ahead that's why i feel like we need we need like a little more information about the specific (laughs) kind of terms of their separation because he i feel like he definitely wants to be with her and she is kind of like we're not really getting an answer from her yet and she's very like still "Mm -hmm." i mean they they were they were together for the premiere clearly they're still like a thing (laughs) i don't know they have kids like they you know like to be honest their whole family is so hot i know i really 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 like meredith like i really do i do Meredith seems cool like meredith seems like the kind of person who like i don't know kind of how she'll do on housewives but she seems like a fun like she would be fun to kind of like talk shit with don't let us down meredith don't let us down Okay, it's we have to get to the ski day. It's, it's time. First of all, I already Salt Lake is iconic for the fact that they can just go on like a little ski afternoon and it doesn't have to be like a trip or anything. They just go mm-hmm. skiing. So Mary shows up late because she was waiting for her Chanel coat to arrive from FedEx, which I mean, iconic behavior only. And then made snow angels the whole time <laughs> in her Chanel jack, in her Chanel coat. You know, bring it to the bunny hill, bitch, as Jen Shaw says. I... Mary is just like, I feel like she just has like a couple screws loose and it's going to be a fun ride. <laughs> yes, but we see like these, it's so funny, these outfits. It's like, are they doing this because this is their personality or are they trying to one up each other? Like, I haven't figured that out yet, but I think it's to one up each other, but that's just me. I think Jen Shaw's personality is one upping everyone around her. <laughs> but um, so, I mean, the actual ski day is like not that eventful. We have Lisa and Jen Beautiful. on the bunny hill. We have uh, Heather and Whitney clearly are like good at skiing and snowboarding, which I love. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we get to dinner and I love they're very late to dinner. The restaurant is empty, which Closed. I feel like was not actually on accident. <laughs> but, um, but so... <laughs> Right away at dinner, you know, they're kind of having a nice time. And then Whitney says that she feels judged by Lisa. And Lisa is so incredulous at this. And I'm like, I feel like it's the kind of thing where you could, like, Lisa has judged Whitney. Like, she says that her style was a little Utah. Like, that's judgmental. She has only judged anyone she's spoken to. Lisa. And and you know what was the most interesting about what Whitney said is that she was completely avoiding the fact of saying the word swinger when she was confronting Lisa at dinner swinger. because she said swinger. I didn't hear what you heard, but I will listen next time when she says <laughs> swinger because Whitney and I totally got this. She didn't want the conversation to now completely right. switch to Whitney. You're a swinger. She wanted to just it be about her and Lisa. Lisa knew exactly what Whitney yeah. was talking about. Exactly. 
I think it's it's one of those things where Lisa she's trying to be confrontational but also kind of play dumb at the same time about like what are you talking about and it's like you not I mean I hate to bring this word into the conversation but she maybe needs to own it a little bit (laughs) (laughs) I agree because you if you're gonna be badass and like whatever it is the perfect thing is own it oh say yeah I said that that's it so then the other dynamic that comes up is between Heather and Lisa, which we saw kind of brewing in the first episode. And we find out that they texted before Jen's party. And uh, when Lisa said, can't wait to see you, Heather just responded with a thumbs up emoji, which we find out is apparently code for fuck you, which I. Apparently I, it's the universal code, which I had no idea. So like, I, I get the idea behind this that you're just like, I like, I get, it makes some sense to me, but I don't think it's universal like they think it is. Absolutely not. It's not universal for thumbs up. I thumbs up everything. And I'm not saying fuck you to every single person, but I think it's because of their dynamic. So was Lisa right. being, I think um, Heather took it as Lisa being fake by saying, can't wait to see you since she already heard through the grapevine her saying that she doesn't know her. So like, oh, so now you're so excited to see me. But like, um, Oh, our producer says thumbs up is definitely fuck you, which means me and Dylan are out of the loop completely. I had Thanks, no idea. Can you guys let us know if this is universal? Because I'm <laughs> okay, like I dying like, to know. Actually, okay. I feel like it's, it's to me, it doesn't say fuck you, but it's like a little passive aggressive. Like if, if somebody says, I can't wait to see you tonight and you just respond with a thumbs up yes. emoji, it's a little yes. bit like, Okay, like guess you guess you're super excited too. Yeah, you would be like, oh my god, me too. That's not. It's like I'll be there in five minutes. Then you thumbs that up. You thumbs either up way. Thumbs either up. way, I love that this is like already the second like super petty argument that we're having after hospital smell. Now we have thumbs up emoji. It's I like that these women kind of aren't afraid to just kind of go at it over stuff that ultimately doesn't matter that much but it's it's entertaining and I think they know I feel like everyone in this cast comes from a place of wanting to make it entertaining and it people I've seen a couple people say that it feels like fake or forced and I think they're just like I think they're all just like ready to bring it I think I don't they're new to television so they they truly are just feeling it out but last night Heather was on Watch What Happens Live. You know, I do my Watch What Happens Live plug. And she, Andy asked her how like people feel in Utah and she, Mm. or are they pissed off? And she goes, Mormons don't say pissed. And I was like, okay, so that's something else (laughs) I learned. But then in the episode, they, they showed the producers asking Heather, did your thumbs up mean fuck you? And she goes, oh, absolutely. So I was like (laughs) dying at this whole thing. (laughs) It's definitely there's a lot of kind of interesting dynamics going on. And I'm I'm definitely excited to see kind of how it all plays out, because I feel mm-hmm. like every there's a lot of like tension. And I like that they're kind of letting it all hang out there. But also Lisa kind of is like, OK, it's done. It's over. Like, let's put it aside. But, like you know, it's not actually right. And I my favorite part is just like just always just pan to Mary, who has no idea what's going on. And Mary, yeah, Mary just is like under her breath. She's like, I didn't know I'm gonna fuck you. Can we just start over? I don't, uh, like, she, she's really she, great. She, as long as they keep her mic on and she's just muttering to herself, <laughs> I am entertained. Um, quickly, who is your number one Bravo Lab in the group, Barry? I think this week it's gonna be Whitney because, um, 
you know, she brought her snowboard in to get wax and she's, yes. she is still very Utah and she was open about, and we met her father. So I, um, I appreciated Whitney Rose. I can only call her Whitney Rose. I am loving Whitney Rose. I thought she had a great episode. She probably is my actual number one Bravo lab. Um, but just to bring up somebody different, I'm gonna give it to, oh God, who? Meredith. I'll give it to, I'll give it to Heather. I think like, okay. I liked like Whitney and Heather having their like cousin scene at the ski shop was really nice. I love Heather's energy. Um, Do we know how they're related? I don't remember if they said. They said cousins on the first episode. No, but I meant like, like, I want to know. I don't know if it's like, I don't know if it's like first cousins, but they're just like family. Well, it's your cousins. Then it's your first cousins. Then it's your second cousin. (laughs) Shut up. Oh my God. Guys, don't forget to check out the Bravo by Betches collection on shop.betches.com. Rate, review, subscribe to our podcast. We love all those five-star reviews Mm -hmm. and follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And we'll be back tomorrow. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.